You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Love of God. So it's necessary sometimes to experience this thing so that you know it is real. It is real. It's more real than life on earth. And once you get in there, you can't come out. Amen? Amen. So, <laughs> you better not die and go to hell. Because there are people that have gone to hell from church. Uh, believe you me, a lot of them. A lot of them. He says he saw some people that were there but are alive today. There's an explanation to that. There's a biblical explanation to that. Because there are some people that are there, but they are still on earth. And if anything happens and they die, that's it. Forever. So sometimes you need to pray for some people to be rescued because their soul is already captured in hell. And that's why we need to be serious about reaching the lost. Amen? That's not the message for today. But I just thought it would spice your life. Hallelujah. Yes. How many people have already received something from that? Yeah, it is real. So read your Bible. Whatever it says about those that will not go to heaven, avoid those things. Okay? Yeah, because there are Christians in hell, there are bishops in hell, there are apostles in hell, there are prophets in hell. There are evangelists in hell, there are Christians in hell. That's the truth. And I know people don't like talking about hell. The last time I talked about hell, when we were at the Protea Hotel, somebody came to me, a member, and said, you know, Pastor, those things, I don't like those kind of messages. <laughs> of course, the person has left the church because it's like, look, no, I just believe in love. We can win people by love. All these scary things, stop, you know, it's, it's not okay. So it's better to scare the hell out of you. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Because people like that, I, I, I suspect that there's already hell working in them. Yeah. So, but you can go to where they don't tell you about hell. It's okay. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. God will defend you. Amen. He will protect you. Amen. May he keep you from hell. And keep hell from you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And your family, may they not go to hell. Amen. I pray that God will seal the gates of hell. Amen. From receiving any soul from this church. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray that your family members will not go there. Amen. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Heaven is your home. That's where you belong. You don't belong to hell. The Bible says it was made for Satan and his angels. It's for demons. It's not for people. God didn't make hell for people. But people chose to go there. God will not violate your choice. But I pray that you will not be foolish enough to sit down, hear the word of God, and end up in hell. 
May God forbid. Amen. That will not be yours. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Just lift up your hands. Just talk to the Lord. Just talk to the Lord briefly. Tell the Lord, Lord, help me. Yes. Mighty God. Mighty God. I pray, O oh God. Monda kasile besulaba. Minde kesulaba baba baba. My father, my father, my father. Help us. We don't want to miss you. We don't want to miss you at all. Jesus. Jesus. Honda Bazinde Gedustaha. Sikabadele Bustus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. All right. Last week we started talking, we were talking about God fighting for you. How many people love it? would love God to fight for them. Amen. Yeah, the Lord is going to fight for you. In fact, he has already started. Amen. He has already started. I just want to share a few more thoughts along those lines. Because there are many ways that God fights. God fights for his own. There are times that God will want you to fight. Okay? David said, Blessed be the Lord my rock, who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. All right? So many people are not being trained by God. They've not allowed God to train them. That's why life is so hard for them. Yeah, life, they, they cannot deal with the challenges of life. They are spoiled. They need to be trained. They need to be battle ready. Amen. Are you getting me? Amen. Yeah, because life is a battle. In French, we say, la vie est un combat. Amen. Life itself is a battle. The moment you were born, you remember when, well, you, you don't have a memory, but you ask your parents, <laughs> the moment you came out, you came out crying. If you don't cry, they will spank you. <laughs> cry. It's time for war. Amen. Amen. I don't know why they spank. Anyway, I'm just. Uh, but yeah, doctor. Where, where is doctor? Yeah, yeah. I can't see any doctor. They're hiding. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the point is that there are certain things that go with life, and the the truth of the matter is that if you don't want to fight, it means you don't want to rule. If you don't want to fight, it means you don't want to rule. I find many Christians, oh, when is all this going to stop? It is not stopping. Until you are, you are trained and you are ready to intimidate that situation. You are ready to intimidate the enemy. So when you stand, the enemy sees you, he runs. That's how you are supposed to operate. 
So if the enemy is not running from you, you're not yet well trained. You're not ready to start ruling. So don't be a, what the Americans call, sissy Christian. Yes? Don't be, don't be a Christian that is so, so weak and so, how do you explain that? Always looking for the path of least resistance. Yes? The path of least resistance. Do you know that on earth you are being trained for eternity? Do you realize that life here is a preparation for eternity? So the, the process you are going through here is to prepare you to rule for eternity. So if you boycott the process, if you, there are some people that I see and I encounter in my mind, I just say this one dodged home training. Yeah. So I don't want to blame the parents for everything. There are some people the parents try, but the person, you know, he boycotted the training. And then it's now showing up later in life. So you look at them and say, how can you behave like this? There are certain behaviors that are not allowed. If you move around military people, they, and you hear them talk, sometimes they will say certain things. And you say, they'll say, this is civilian mentality. Do you understand? Yeah, because somebody that has gone through the training will not have that kind of mindset. But there is, unfortunately, Christians, they only love to be the bride of Christ. Yeah, they only love to be the bride. That's good, it's good to be a bride, but it's also good to be a warrior. Do you understand? You must be a warrior. So sometimes you put on your battle gear and wipe your makeup. Yeah, you wipe your makeup and you put on your battle gear. When you are in battle, nobody cares about your makeup. Nobody cares about your fingernails. Do you understand? That's not the time to begin to, to, to protect your fingernails. No, it's your soul you're protecting. It's your life you're protecting. Not your fingernails. What is that? Your eyelashes. You, who, listen. Somebody that is fighting for life doesn't care. Go to the hospital. You will see them. They, you will see them in the hospital. They don't care about their looks. They are fighting for their life. Fighting to be alive. And that's why, that's why you see that in the church there's so much offense. People are offended. Everything offends them. It's because you are not trained. Telling you. You're not trained. You're not a warrior. The kind of things that should offend a warrior are the things that you know, have to do with destiny. Things that have to do with the kingdom. 
Do you understand me? Things that have to do with territory. We want to possess the land. We want to take the land. We want to take the city. Those are the things that should be offending us. Not if somebody said good morning to you or not. I don't need your good morning. Keep it to yourself. If the morning is not good to you, it's okay. So what? Some people, people, people become so petty, petty, petty. The slightest thing offends them. I'm tired of this kind of Christianity. This is not the life we're called to live. I'm telling you. Somebody smiles at you. That's okay. If they don't, it's okay. Amen? They're nice to you. That's okay. They're not nice to you. That's also fine. It's also fine. That's the reality, I'm telling you. People that get offended anyhow need help. You need help. And then you want to take principalities. Huh? You want to take nations. With what? Go and remain in the spa and, and you know, have your beauty treatment. And don't talk about nations. Yeah, don't talk about nations. Don't talk about possessing kingdoms. Don't, don't even dare. Don't even dare to try to challenge the devil. Because he will finish you. Yeah, because he knows. He knows that you are not serious. I just want to be religious. Hmm? Yeah. Is it okay? Yeah. If it's not okay to you, then you need to come and see me. Because you need help. Yeah. We, listen, what God is raising here, you have no idea. You have no idea. It's not church as usual. This is not church as usual. Do you understand? Yeah. As a matter of fact, we are even taking it gently with you. Because you are not ready for certain things. So you better hurry up. Grow quickly. Touch someone say, grow quickly. Yeah, there is much to do. Yeah, there is much to do. Yeah. You better hurry up. Yeah? I pray that the Spirit will deliver you from every spirit of offense. I pray that the Spirit will deliver you from anything that makes you slow, dull of hearing. Dull of hearing. We don't need that. We need to be quick to hear. Quick to hear. When the word comes, you hear, you hear it multiple times. It doesn't have to be repeated all the time. 
And then we're struggling to get you to even get the basic principles. It's not okay. It's not okay at all. We need to catch the spirit that God is releasing in this house. Yeah. There's a mantle that is coming upon us, but we cannot handle it the way we are now. We have to wake up. Amen? Yeah. It's wake up. Be serious with God. Yes. I believe there are destinies at stake. And that's why we need to wake up. There are lives that are waiting for us. There are territories that are waiting for us. There are cities that are waiting for us. There are communities that are waiting for us. Telling you. So we cannot have we cannot have the mindset of, you know, that passive mindset. No, no. Passivity is ungodly. Because God is not passive. Amen? God is always on the move. Always on the move. The Bible says, woe to them that are at ease in Zion. Some of us are addicted to ease. That's why we won't stretch ourselves. Anything that is not comfortable, you won't do it. You won't engage in it. It's, it's not befitting an end-time warrior. Okay? You need to discipline your flesh. Wake up and pray. Hmm? Sometimes you need to cut down your sleep so that you can engage some forces. Every day you sleep nine hours. What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Where will that take you? I know that sleep is okay, it's good. But, you know, there, there should be times that you stretch yourself. There must be seasons like that. Where there's a demand that is placed upon you. It's placed upon your flesh. It's placed upon your time. Get stretched. You want God to fight for you. God won't fight for lazy people. For what? What's the purpose of that? Why should God fight for you when you are lazy? What is that going to achieve? More laziness? Yeah. He's not going to perpetuate your laziness. Hallelujah. Yeah, we said God will fight for you. 
We are getting there. Amen? Okay, let's look at Isaiah 49. Isaiah chapter 49. Verse 24 says, Shall the prey be taken from the mighty, or the captives of the righteous be delivered? Good question. Shall the prey be taken from the mighty? You know that the nations have been under the sway of the wicked one. Yes? And many, many people, many souls in our city have been taken captive. Some time ago, the Lord showed my friend a vision, and he saw men. They were chained. Like, you know how you've seen pictures or movies of slave trade, where the slaves are in a line, each one of them chained to the next one, to the next one, to the next one. And then he saw them. We were praying about the men of this city when the Lord showed him that. They were all chained. And these guys, there was, there was somebody that was leading them. This, this man was leading them. He looked like a mentally deranged person. And he was leading them. And these guys, they were all following him naked. Following him. I said, that's the strong man that is binding the men in this city. I'd like to see all the men after the service. Are you following me? Yeah. They've been taken captive. So this guy is causing them to do what he wants. And I cannot begin to share some of the things he was causing them to do. By virtue of the captivity. So, let's look at the next verse. Come on, let's read it together. One, two, three. But thus says the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away, and the prey of the terrible delivered. For I will contend with him who contends with you, and I will save your children. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Lord says, even though they have been held captive, they will be delivered. Yes. How is it going to happen? He himself will contend. Yes. He himself will contend. He's going to fight. He will strive with them. So the Lord himself comes down to fight for souls. He comes to fight to release the captives. Many people are in captivity, I'm telling you. Even Christians, many Christians are in captivity. And that's why they fabricate doctrines to accommodate their captivity. Instead of crying for deliverance. Instead of crying for God to rescue them. They're looking for excuses. 
accommodate their captivity. So it's okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. If you are not a captive to the will of God, you are not okay. If you are a captive to the will of Satan, it's not okay. Amen? Amen. So one of the ways that the Lord fights is that he comes to contend himself. May the Lord contend for you. May the Lord contend for your family. May the Lord contend for all that concerns you. In the name of Jesus, the Lord himself will fight. He's going to strive with the enemy. Yeah. So, we need to receive him as the one who contends. I want to say, Lord, come into my life. Step in and contend with those who contend with me. Contend. He says, I will contend with him who contends with you. Is it in your Bible? He will contend with him who contends with you. And that's why I'm very sorry for anyone that contends with me. Because the Lord will contend with him. While I hold my peace. Amen. Amen. Anyone that contends with this church, he is in trouble. He's in trouble. In the past, we have not gone in this vein. We have never come up to begin to declare certain things. But we have come into a season where I will, by the authority vested upon me, cut off anything that will fight against the work of God. Do you understand? I have been given authority by heaven to ensure that certain things happen. And I will use it when necessary. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I know the love of God and I walk in the love of God. But I know the God of war. (laughs) And I will walk with the God of war. The man of war. Jehovah Sabaoth. The Lord of hosts. The Lord of the armies. He is with us. And he will contend with whoever contends with us. And he says, I will save your children. I receive that. I don't know about you, but I receive that. Receive it. He will contend and he will save your children. He will save your children. Somebody needs to receive this. He will contend. Hallelujah. Amen. It's part of what God has called us to do. Because as kings, he has made us kings and priests. As kings, kings go to battle. Kings are actually anointed for battle. In case you don't know, if you are a king, if you have been made a king and a priest, I want you to know that there is an anointing upon you already for battle. And you need to change your mindset. You need to know when to be the bride and when to be the king. All right? 
Nobody said, oh, well, but I'm female. No, you're not a queen. You are a king. Amen. Hello? Amen. There's nowhere where it says you have been made kings and queens. It says kings and priests. So you are a king. Yeah. And besides, God made you in his image. Yeah. Now, if he is a king, you cannot be a queen. Yeah. If he made you in his image and he is a king, Amen. you are nothing less. Amen. You are also a king. Amen. That means you can rule. Amen. That means you can dominate. Amen. That means you can exercise authority. Amen. And you can say, Satan, enough is enough. I've had, I've put up with enough of your nonsense. It stops now. By the kingly anointing upon my life, I command you to desist from your maneuvers. But Christians are not exercising it. They're not exercising their kingly uh, office. They're not functioning. They have run away. They are in the beauty salon. Yeah. That's where they are. Oh, they have been massaged to sleep. Huh? Massaged to sleep. That is what is ha has happened to the church, the body of Christ. I'm telling you. And that is why the enemy is having his way big time in our nations, in our cities, in our communities. In our homes. Why? We're sleeping. We're chilling. I want to awaken the warrior in you. Do you understand me? I want to awaken the warrior in you. In the book of Joel he says, Wake up the mighty men. Wake them up. It's time to wake up. Let the warrior in you Begin to come out. Let the lion in you begin to roar. Let the lion come out. The lion of the tribe of Judah is right inside you. It's time for him to come out. Amen. Don't cage him. Amen. Amen. He wants to begin to contend. Don't tell him to be nice. When it's time to contend. It's not time to be nice. This is the season of war. Amen. Not the time to be nice. I'm not saying you shouldn't be nice, but you need to understand the season. Understand the season. And you adapt according to the season. Okay? Because the kingdom only advances by violence. By violence. So even our tribes, we need to be violent. Amen. We need to put on a military approach now. We need to take on the military dimensions. Amen. Let the warrior aspect begin to come out. Amen. Let's begin to contend for the souls. Amen. And let's allow the Lord to contend with us. Amen. To contend with our enemies. Amen. To contend with those who contend Amen. with the souls out there.
There are many people that need Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Look at it. Joel 3, 9. Proclaim this among the nations. Prepare for war. Touch someone. Say, that he's talking to you. He's talking to you. Prepare for war. Prepare for war. All right. And what does it say? Wake up the mighty men. Are you awake? Touch your neighbor. Are you awake? Are you awake? Are you awake or are you sleeping? Yeah. Wake up the mighty men. Let all the men of war draw near. It's time to draw near. It's time to draw near. It's not the time to be aloof and to stray away. No, this is the time to draw near. This is the time to draw near. I'm telling you. Don't, don't live in the peripheries. Listen. When the lion is hunting, watch it. If you watch National Geographic, you see the lion when they want to hunt. They're watching. Huh? They're watching and they can see the prey. They look out for the one that is either weak huh? or has strayed. That's the target. It's always the target. The first target is the one that has strayed. Ah, strike. So many Christians have been struck because they have been strained. Instead of coming into the center, instead of involving them themselves, instead of giving themselves completely. No, I don't want to be overcommitted. Don't be. Don't be. Continue. Okay? Continue. When the roaring lion, you know, the, the Bible says the, 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 the devil goes about like a roaring lion. He's not a roaring lion. But he's like a roaring lion. Okay? Seeking whom he may devour. He's seeking because not everyone is devourable. Okay? Some people cannot be devoured. I don't know about you. For me, I can't be devoured. Some people have been marinated. Yeah. Yes. Some people, the, the enemy has already put them in the oven. Medium, I don't know how you like yours. Yeah. My steak, I like it medium well. Okay? Some people like it medium rare. Some people are ready. They have been in the oven of the enemy. Now they have become medium, whatever. <laughs> ready to eat. Ready to be devoured. That's what is happening to many people. I'm telling you. 
goes about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So if you don't wake up, if you don't wake up, especially when you see your prayer life is going down, and you allow it to continue to go down, there is something wrong with you. You are not wise. I'm telling you, you are not wise. You, you, you don't mind being devoured. That's what you're saying. Hmm? You can't pray. Every time it's time to pray. Uh, oh, Jesus. Just help me. Jesus. 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 You're my intercessor. Pray for me. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Pray for me, Jesus. Hmm? At least you're not saying Hail Mary. You're saying, Jesus, pray for me. And then you just go to sleep. All right, continue. Continue. The day will come. You are the one that will run to me and say, Pastor, help me. And I say, ah, okay. Where were you when we called for war? When they call for war, when the trumpet was sounding and the armies were being rallied together for war, where were you? You were in the, in the salon. Yeah. Yeah, you were, you, were, you, you were in the spa. When we were putting on our armor, armor putting on our Military regalia. Putting on our boots in preparation for the gospel of peace. You are sitting down somewhere. Wasting your life away. God have mercy. Hallelujah. Prepare for war. Hmm? Prepare for war. It's interesting. The King James says prepare war. Let's, let's, let's read that verse in the King James. Joel 3, 9. Huh? Proclaim ye this among the Gentiles. Prepare war. Not for war. Prepare war. In other words, cook the war. Let's, let's prepare war. Then we take it to the enemy. Poof! Time for war. So the man of war himself wants to manifest. Listen, God cannot wait to show certain things. To show this generation certain things about himself. He's waiting for us. We need to wake up. Hallelujah. He wants to fight, I'm telling you. God is a fighter. The first war took place in heaven, in case you don't know. There was war in heaven. So, I don't know about you, I'm ready. I'm ready for war. Amen. I want to fight for this nation. Yes. Are you yes. ready for that? Amen. Or you don't love this nation enough to fight for it? Amen. I'm ready. I'm ready. Somebody once said, oh, well, you're not a son of the soil, so you cannot. 
Who says who? Come and meet me. I'll show you. I will prove it to you. I'm serious. I will prove it to you. Hallelujah. So how is God going to fight for us? Not only does he contend. But listen. God fighting for you. You need to have a fighting spirit as well. And that's what I've been trying to establish. But he's ready to fight. Look at Exodus 23. Hallelujah. The Lord will fight for you. He's going to manifest himself in a way that this generation will be shocked. They didn't realize that God was like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Exodus 23. Look at verse 27. He says, I will send my fear before you. See how God fights. He sends fear. So God is going to terrorize the enemy with fear. He will fill his heart with fear. Every spirit that is warring against you will release fear upon them. We release terror upon them. In the name of Jesus. We release terror. We release terror. He says, I will cause, I will send my fear before you. I will cause confusion among all the people to whom you come. And will make your enemies turn their backs to you. Hallelujah. The enemy is turning his back. Not because he wants to show you his back. He is running. He is running. Demons will run when we come. I'm telling you, don't be surprised. You might listen. This is not. It's not a church matter. This is a kingdom matter. Do you understand me? It's a kingdom matter. Don't be surprised. You walk into a restaurant and demons run out of that restaurant. You are not even being spiritual. You are going to have a good time. Then they start running. Don't be surprised. Yeah. Terror. Fear of God will fill their hearts. Fill their hearts. They will run out of that place because of you. May the Lord terrorize every spirit that is fighting against us. That is fighting against you. That is fighting against your family. That is fighting against our tribes. Terror in the name of Jesus. Fear fill the heart of the enemy. In the name of Jesus. I release fear over the enemy right now. I release fear. I prophesy and I decree fear over the heart of the enemy. Into the camp of the enemy. Fear that cannot be resisted. In the name of Jesus. I release it over them right now. Let there be confusion in their midst. Confusion right now. In the name of Jesus, we decree it. We declare it. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. I give you glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. 
God is fighting. He means business. The man of war. He doesn't come with swords like, you know. No, no, he doesn't need that. He just release fear. Do you remember the story of um, Rahab? Yes, in the book of Joshua. When the two spies came. In fact, let's, let's read it. Let's read it. Let's see. Huh. Mighty God, mighty God. When the two spies came and they met this lady, a harlot, a prostitute. But the prostitute had a testimony. <laughs> Can you imagine? She had a testimony and she was telling them how, uh, how fear, the fear of them has paralyzed the city. Come on. Where is that? Joshua chapter 2. Hmm? She hid the spies. Why did she do that? She was such a smart woman. Yeah. I wish the prostitutes in the, in the city would be smart. To see when God has come into town. Yeah? Yeah, because then that's the end of their business. They need, they need to, 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 uh, to join God. Hallelujah. Okay, where is verse, verse 9? Okay, good. It says, now after she hid these people, right? She hid them. The, 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 the king had sent people. Okay, we see that there are some spies that came to your place. Um, can you send, send them to us? She said, no, they're, they're not here. They've gone. They, in fact, they went. They, they pursued them. And she lied. Okay? And then after the people had gone, and the gate was shut. He says, now, before they lay down, she came up to them on the roof. That's where she hid them. And said to them, I know that the Lord has given you the land. Come on. Yes. That the terror of you has fallen on us. Come on. This is the enemy's testimony. Hallelujah. The enemy's testimony. I remember years ago, I was just walking on the pavement and I saw uh, some, 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 um, some young girls, I think there were about three or four of them, and then I overheard them say, if he talks to you, you will get saved. <laughs> then they started running. Wow. I was just walking. They said, if he talks to you, you will get saved. And they ran. I've never heard such a thing before. Ha! I didn't even realize that when I talk to people, they will get saved. But it was through them I heard. Hallelujah. And the fear. Instead of them to run to me so that they can be saved, they ran away. The enemy, they, their demons were afraid of being disinherited. Hallelujah. So he say, she says, 
She says to them that the terror of you has fallen on us. And that all the inhabitants of the land are faint-hearted because of you. May the enemy be faint-hearted because of you. In the name of Jesus, because of us, they will be faint-hearted. Their boldness will run away. Their courage will be vaporized. In the name of Jesus, we release fear. We release terror into the camp of the enemy. In the name of Jesus. Yes. So this was Rahab's testimony. Exactly as Moses told them. In Exodus 23. Now they are seeing it happen. For real. How would you like it? When people are, have ganged up against you. They want to come against you. The moment you are arriving. They become friendly. Yeah. They all of a sudden. Are shivering. Just because you walked in. They cannot stand. They cannot look at you in the face. Because in their heart they are shaking. The manifestation of the man of war. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You like that? Yes. I like it too. I want the Lord to cause demons to cry. Why do you think they used to say, Jesus, son of David. Huh? Have you come to destroy us before time? What have I got to do? I adjure you by God not to torment me. Can you imagine a demon talking to Jesus like that? Jesus comes into a place and they start manifesting. In the street. It's not during service. In the streets. That is going to happen in Midran. Hallelujah. You'll be walking in the street and they will manifest. Right before you. Why? The terror of you. will hit them. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Release God's terror in that office. Amen. Do you understand? Yes. Don't be afraid. It's not time to be nice. Let the Lord come into the office and fix everyone that needs to be fixed. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Let them be fixed. Amen. Uh, can you be nicer than God? Yeah. Huh? Well, what, what's your problem? If he says it's time for war, it's time for war. Don't tell the Lord, Lord, you know, we can't fight now. No, 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 no. It's necessary. It has to be fought. Another way God deals with his enemies, I think maybe I'll stop with this. Deuteronomy chapter 9. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 9. And, uh, we read verse 3. It says, And therefore understand today that the Lord your God is he who goes before you as what? A consuming fire. He will destroy them and bring them down before you. Hallelujah. So you shall drive them out and destroy them quickly. As the Lord has said to you. Can you see that? Say, Lord, go before me. Lord, go before me. As a consuming fire. Say it like you mean it. Lord, go before me. As a consuming fire. 
the Lord will go before you as a consuming fire. Imagine fire goes before you. Hallelujah. In other words, when God is going, in this battle, you know, think about it this way. When the president is going somewhere, what happens? There are people that go ahead of him. Isn't it? The blue light brigade, or what do they call them? Yes. The president needs blue light. God is fire. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Our God is a consuming fire. And he is going before you. In this battle, he is going before you as a consuming fire. So before you get there, it is consumed. The weapons they have put together against you get consumed before you arrive. Because God has gone before you. God has gone ahead of you. When the battle is getting intense, say, Lord, go ahead of me. That sorts out things. I'm telling you, it sorts out things. Once God goes before you, <laughs> by the time you come, you don't need to fight. That's why, that's when he says, that's why he says, hold your peace. This battle is for me. This particular one is for me. So, how does he do it? He goes before you. He goes ahead of you. It's a consuming fire. Consuming. Burns the enemy. Vaporizes him. Hallelujah. Listen, as we go out, we need to ask the Lord to go ahead of us. Do you understand? As we go out, as we go out to reach out to people, let the Lord go ahead of us and melt every defense against the gospel. I'm telling you. Every stronghold in the minds of people, let, let the fire of God consume them. important it's necessary so that we can be effective we will just go and be harvesting hallelujah just packing the spoils the lord is going and we are following just packing we are busy packing spoils we're not fighting he is fighting amen, amen. for this particular battle he has declared he wants to fight it we're battle ready yes but we are packing the spoils while he has gone ahead. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, let's just lift up our hands. Maybe let's stand up. Come on, talk to the Lord. Say, Lord, go before me. Go before me. Go before me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Go before me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Go before me as a consuming fire. Let fire. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Let your fire burn up all the enemies of this ministry. In the name of Jesus, let your fire consume every weapon that is formed or fashioned against your people, against their marriages, against their lives, against their destinies, against their families, their children, 
against their husbands, against their wives. Oh, my Lord and my God. Against their parents, against their brothers, against their sisters. Let them be consumed right now. 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 In the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. Mighty God. Mighty God. Consume. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.